0: Welcome to the circuit. I am excited this afternoon to have yeah. with us our special guest, Tracy Kemp. Tracy is the Senior Vice President and Chief Information and Digital Officer for Allegion yeah. locally. Um, and Allegion is known, and Tracy is known, for being an innovative manager, entrepreneurial, developing new products and services in well-established lines of businesses. At Allegiant, she is responsible for a wide suite of areas. She is responsible for global information technology for cybersecurity, for data and data analytics, and for technology programs and solutions. I have had the honor of visiting Tracy at the um, the local offices for Legion here, and you can't visit Legion without seeing your fingerprints. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, very clear that you are innovating, developing new solutions, ch- challenges, um, interesting business problems are being overcome, mm-hmm. attacking interesting challenges, so eager to hear more from you about those things today, but I know probably all of our listeners aren't familiar with Allegiant. So perhaps you could start by telling us about Allegiant, its story, and the customers you serve.
1: Absolutely. I always like to start with kind of our strategy on a page. Um, Our mission statement is pioneering safety, and it goes very nicely with our vision statement, which is seamless access in a safer world. People are like, what is seamless access? And so it's you know us enabling anybody that needs access. And if you have that right credential, could be a key, could be a card, could be the credential in your mobile wallet. But if you have that credential, you get in. If you don't, you don't, you don't get the access. Okay. So that's kind of our strategy, our aspirations, safer world aspiration. Uh, we're a global company. Uh, we've made our history and heritage making mechanical hardware. But now we're growing in electronics. Everybody's a technology company. Our hardware's got, you know, chips in them now. Um, we're growing in software and services. Uh, the markets that we serve are both residential and commercial. Um, in the commercial side of our business, we're in healthcare, we're in higher education, K through 12 schools, multifamily. I like kind of the bigger and complex it is, and the bigger the ecosystem, we're in there working with them. Um, the, the other thing I'd say is just over 30 brands, and you probably don't even realize that you're touching our brands every day. Whether you have a Schlage lock in your home, or whether you come into a building like this one and you're touching that long bar, that exit device, which I always like to put a plug, we make those, manufacture them on the east side of Indianapolis. Cool. Or that little closer at the top of the door, you know, you're, you're interacting with our products every day.
0: That is very cool. So, you mentioned working across manufacturing, and you have a really interesting background from the point of view of the Indiana economy. Working previously at Eli Lilly, you've worked in three of the big five sectors Mm -hmm. in Indiana. You've worked in healthcare, you've worked in advanced manufacturing, and you work with technology. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you have a really interesting lens on digital transformation. You've led digital transformation and innovation efforts in each of those sectors and at the companies that you've been at how do you how do you frame it do you have a process that you have developed that sort of generalizes across different organizations how do you think about digital transformation
1: yeah well it's just convenient timing that you asked me about how do you think about it because recently at the Indiana IT Symposium, I kind of was saying, how do I take some thoughts around innovation and put them into a framework? So there I was kind of using the three P's. So I talked a little bit about products and what are some of the product innovations and how can you get the adoption with that. Talked some about process and digitizing process and how IT can help with that. But again, how do you get the stickiness and adoption? And then the third one I'd say is people. So products, process, and people and using innovation through those.
0: That's outstanding. Yeah, and aligns perfectly, I will say, with what TechPoint is working on. Growing digital innovation economy is a primary target for TechPoint and really catalyzing innovation. New startups, but also corporate innovation is important. And think about each of those components. Think Mm -hmm. about the people component, the technology component, the process component. Um, So you laid that out really well. I know you are especially known... Um, Well known well for all of those things, but especially known as being somebody who puts a priority on the human side of technology Mm -hmm. in leading change in a way that brings people along and helps them grow. I wonder if you'd be willing to share how you think about the digital transformation process, not just from the technology side, but really from the people side and as a change leadership exercise.
1: Yeah, well, you know, kind of diving a little bit into that people part of it, For me, a big part around technology is making sure that you get the talent. So both under the hiring, attracting talent and retaining talent is a big priority for me. We always get measured on our employee engagement. So every year I'm working really hard to say, hey, we're spending all the time hiring and attracting the right talent, but how do we make sure that we're going to get them to stay and keep working at technology at our company when there's such a war on talent, they could get pulled to go somewhere else. So spend a lot of time thinking about employee engagement and then going back to the the hiring part of it um, TechPoint has been a really good partner for us because um, the the usual playbook hasn't really been working as effectively here in the last couple of years. And so just trying to put some innovative thoughts into how to attract uh, a broader candidate pool um, and along with that more diversity in that candidate pool. And so I just really love the resources that you Dennis in particular and TechPoint have brought to us. Um, like adult apprenticeships and looking at skills-based hiring, um, you know, and we we incorporated one in our group that we call bench roles, but it's it's really saying an evergreen type of a role where you leave it open a little bit longer, you take a little bit more time looking for talent, you bring them in, even though it's like, you're on the bench. I thought, will anybody want that role? But they do because they want to get their foot in the door, they want to learn, and then they can get placed into the role where they can add value. So we're still experimenting with some of those, but it's be, it's a differentiator this year.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. So I, th- I think this is something we're all learning, that we are it at a moment in time where we have to co-create. We have to create our products, our services, our new uses of technology at the same time that we're creating the workforce, the helping individuals go through an identity transformation so that they can be successful in a new technology, a new role within your organization. I think you are figuring out that really well, and I want to come back to it tied to some of the things I know you're working on. You're well-known for innovative approaches, and I wondered if we could get you to talk about some of the things that you're really excited about working on right now at Allegiant.
1: Yeah, as far as some exciting projects, I mean, intelligent manufacturing, so bringing digital capabilities into our manufacturing space um, is something that we're really excited about. Um, One of the things that we're still figuring out is how do we help get that digital IQ kind of up for our manufacturing teams As we're bringing in equipment for them to use that's got more digital capabilities than they've ever seen before, so intelligent manufacturing is a really exciting one. And I don't think you can talk about tech trends and exciting things right now without talking about artificial intelligence. And so, um, like every company right now, I think we're what do we do with ChatGPT? It's come out. How do we respond to that? And really exciting to hear tones from the very top of our organization John Stone our CEO's very interested in artificial intelligence and how we can use that in our company so the very first thing we did was we put out a policy statement just you know kind of saying how do we get all of the efficiency out of the tool that you know that we're going to make available but also how can you make sure that you're safeguarding the company's intellectual property and privacy standards. Uh, so we challenged our team. We were able to put in our version of chat GPT that's called Alley GPT, and we have that in a private area. So all the benefits of a chat or a Bing AI but that we can keep our intellectual property. And then we just did a communication campaign to talk about this is what it is and this is how you should think about it. Um, uh, we had a topic at our global town hall and the ideas and excitement is just flowing in. So it's it's exciting for me to see where it can really make a difference.
0: That's really exciting. So your reputation is clearly proving itself. Mm-hmm. It's great to hear about the um, how far Allegiant is along in thinking about AI and its place in the organization, would love to pull on that thread and ask you a couple of questions. Um, We're in this co-creation space, so thinking about creating new projects and new products, new services, how are you thinking about the business case uses for AI at Allegiant? Already talked about that to a degree, but there's so many possibilities. How do you winnow, winnow that down and make it actionable?
1: Yeah, well, the, f- the first thing I told the team is if we're gonna add a couple of resources, let's make sure we can show that we're we're paying for them and then some. So let's, the best we can, measure the value for everything we're working on, which by definition means the bigger value things kind of go to the top. <laughs> um, you were laying out, um, I'd seen some tech trends that you recently talked about, and you said um, like customer service is one of those areas that's kind of high on the list yeah. and, and ripe for opportunity. Uh, with generative AI, and that's one of the ones that's top, gone to the very top for us. Um, an example would be for a global company, we might have a knowledge base in, in one language and then customers that are, speak a whole bunch of different languages. So being able to chat with a knowledge base in your native language, even though let's just say mine's Italian and the knowledge base is German, being able to get that answer back in Italian. I mean, the efficiency gained from that in a global company is is really neat. So some of our businesses in Europe that have a lot of different languages that they support are embracing that very quickly. The, the second area that you mentioned was our sales teams and sales reps. Yeah. And uh, we have a repository of a lot of PDFs for our sales reps, so we can immediately put some of these tools on top and it helps them to find answers quicker.
0: That's outstanding. Makes perfect sense. So. I want to ask about the people side Mm -hmm. as well. I think um, you can already hear relevant stories kind of in the overlapping areas that you were talking about. Call center teams, customer service reps seeing 25% improvements in productivity, software dev teams seeing 40% improvements in productivity, and uh, Brent Oral at the American Enterprise Institute um, did a blog post based on his data, studied national trends in worker satisfaction And he believes that the majority of workers are finding more job satisfaction from working with AI rather than seeing it as a threat or having it diminish their job satisfaction. You said the average worker so far is experiencing a 25% increase in reported job satisfaction. So pulling those threads together, um, focusing on people, what do you think the workforce is going to look like and the implications of AI are going to be? And if you just want to focus on a Legion, that's okay. But what do you see coming for people yeah. through all of these adoptions?
1: yeah, so, so, two thoughts. the The one that you were just saying is, you know, uh, seeing more excitement. I, I would agree with that. Uh, as we've been doing our communication campaign and talking about it more at our company, it's not just the, the tech people that are really excited about it. I think everybody sees how they could apply it in their jobs. So like you know, everybody's rising up with the excitement uh, about how this could be a, maybe a game changer in their department. Um, and then the, the other thing you'll hear a lot when people are talking about artificial intelligence or specific with uh, generative AI, they start talking about how this is going to eliminate jobs and people are concerned, and and I think it's going to create... More jobs they're just going to be different. it's going to allow people to work in other higher value areas, and so that still has to play out. We need more of the data and metrics around that, but it, it seems that way to me as well
0: that's outstanding. so I want to ask you a question that comes out of all of the things we've discussed before, which is i you often hear, especially from younger people, that advanced manufacturing has become kind of dated it's unsexy it's not cool and yet Listening to you and having been able to visit Allegion and see what's going on, you are a first-rate innovation shop. You mm-hmm. really are a technology platform company mm-hmm. um, that happens to make stuff. Mm-hmm. How do you think about Allegiant? Do you see the company that way? Um, I guess would be part one of the question and also want to ask How do you, how do you think we can tell that story? So folks do understand that advanced manufacturing is deeply technical It's highly innovative highly entrepreneurial today and probably something that they would be really excited about working in
1: Yeah, absolutely, you know Labor shortages are everywhere. And so our company has been no exception in manufacturing. So just trying to get the hype out there to to sell things out there. Uh, I do think this, that part I was saying about having more digitally capable equipment, you see robots and cobots and all you know all sorts of equipment that you can use in the manufacturing line that is super exciting to me and to other technology individuals but i think it's just helping people to see that that it's not the it's not what you maybe historically think of when you think about manufacturing there's some really exciting things to be done here and also i think pairing just some of the the natural you know all of the, the, the younger generation that's so tech savvy and being able to pair them with some of the individuals that are in our manufacturing facility that historically haven't been around technology and they're still trying to learn that. There's so much opportunity to kind of pay it forward to them and just to raise the capabilities for intelligent manufacturing in general.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's a great Indiana story. Here we are in so-called flyover country, and Allegiant is reinventing what manufacturing is. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's great to be able to say mm-hmm. as a state. So what haven't we talked about that you would like to make sure our listeners know about Allegiant? Like what would you like to put exclamation marks behind?
1: Well, one other thing that I'm just really proud of uh, is the work that we've been doing and digitizing some of our processes that are around our demand creation and construction process. Mm-hmm. So about seven years ago, we created an innovation team. We ended up calling it team three just because that made people be more curious about what we were doing. And we started to put together this platform that would allow architects and specification writers, which are the ones that are helping to determine what hardware to put in a building, allowing a space where they can come together and collaborate in, in this platform. And just seeing how that's evolved over time, not just from the design part, like a building like this one and the architects thinking about the vision of what it's gonna be, but then getting into the actual construction process of it, and then the ongoing maintenance of a building. So being able to use that digital twin of a building for the people that have to maintain ability like this to have the information that they need in a platform. So really excited about the parts that our IT team have been able to lean in on digitizing that process.
0: Yeah. that's great fascinating to think of a building having a digital twin. We think Mm -hmm. of individuals having digital twins, but with buildings as well, opens up lots of design possibilities and Mm -hmm. innovation possibilities. Well, it has been great to speak with you this afternoon. Thank you so much for sharing the great work that is happening at Allegiant and here in Indiana. And then a special additional thanks for all of the work that you are doing in developing talent and helping to create new pathways, I think you are a model of what TechPoint is trying to hold up in terms of co-creation, being out there on the cutting edge, innovating products and services, while also figuring out how we bring people along and how we do allow them to, to not just upskill and reskill, but really transform themselves within organizations, which is what it's going to take. And I think um, you are We're all making it up as we go along, but you're further along than most organizations. So thanks for sharing some of the things that you are finding work.
1: Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thanks.